Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with Marcy Bergman of Fueled by Faith Coffee and Marcy Bergman Photography in Sumner, Iowa. Marcy is sharing about her coffee shop and photography business, which are both side hustles for her, plus her role in helping revive Sumner along with two of her incredible friends, and how their small wins started building a lot of momentum for revival in the community. I'm so excited for you to hear this. Here we go with Marcy Bergman. here today with Marcy Bergman of Fueled by Faith Coffee and Marcy Bergman Photography in Sumner, Iowa. Marcy, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for venturing this way today. Welcome to Sumner. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah. Uh, Tell me a little bit about you. Did you grow up here? I actually grew up in Fredericksburg, Iowa, which is like six miles away. And then when I got married, we moved to Sumner, where we've been for 32 years now. So you're pretty familiar with the area. Right, yes. And your husband's a farmer. Yep, we own 100 acres, and we farm just north of town with our two sons, Dylan and Ty. I love it. Yeah. So you have a day job and a couple of side hustles. So let's start with the day job and kind of set the picture. Tell us about what you do. So I'm going on my 31st year, and I work locally in town here in Sumner at a bank called Northeast Security Bank. And I'm an executive there um, and on the management team and do some compliance and loan audit things. Um, So, yeah, that's my day job. Awesome. And then at some point, you decided to start doing photography on the side. That's correct. I had always done photography to take pictures of my children in sporting events so I could scrapbook those. And I would take pictures of all of the kids and just hand them out to people at, you know, at the um, basketball or football or track or softball games and just give them to the parents. Um, And then when my daughter was a senior somebody asked if I could take senior pictures and I was like well I I don't know how to do that but we'll figure it out and that was in 2010 was my first paid gig and just worked really hard ever since then to teach myself um, photography and photoshop and editing and marketing and all the things that go along with that to what it is today so now I specialize in Um, Family photography and smaller kids with their families are probably my favorite thing. And outdoors towards sunset is kind of my sweet spot. I'm with you on the sunset. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then at what point did the idea for the coffee business come in? The coffee business kind of like God gave me the name of Fueled by Faith long before I knew really what what that was all going to entail. And I remember a couple years after I came up with that name, a friend of mine, we just kind of like, oh, we're going to open a coffee shop someday. And there was a building downtown, and I went and made an offer on it. And after that, I thought, oh, my gosh, what did I just do? And thankfully at that time, um, the offer was not accepted because I was in no position I had no experience with coffee or anything like that um so then kind of just kept that in the back of my mind and then I think in 2000 
19, I attended Camp Climb in Iowa, and that produced a lot of um, contacts for me. And before I went to Camp Climb, I had hired um, a graphic designer and a brander to uh, brand this business for the coffee shop that it was just a fictitious business at that time, but I was like, well, we're going to do this. So, you know, at some point I'm going to need that done. So I had her brand that. And during that time, um, I had found a mobile coffee trailer because of my other jobs and my side hustle. I thought, well, when am I going to have time to do this? So right. a coffee trailer sounded um, a little bit easier. So I found uh, basically an existing business from Alabama and paid them to drive it up. And they brought it to my house like in October of 2019. And he gave me literally a five-minute tour of like, here's how you run everything. And off he went. Um, So right before he came, I had also signed up for a three-day school educational event in uh, Arlington, Texas called uh, Texas, I think it was Coffee Coffee School of Texas, I believe it was. But that was the most intense um, training that I've ever had in three days. And it was probably a good thing that I already had the trailer just about there because I probably would have backed out and thought, eh, that's all right. We'll we'll (laughs) try. We'll we'll think about it some more. So, um, that schooling was a big help, um, and then I already had the trailer, and then, of course, COVID hit. So in about May, we had our first pop-up, which was very terrifying. Um, myself and one other person um, ran that that summer, and we popped up about six times, and I just felt, like, really silly every time that we opened it. I, I think it, I just vulnerable, like, does everybody think this is a dumb idea or are they laughing or do they think it's a good idea, you know, but people kept coming and I thought, Oh, okay. And then our community in 2020, I think that same year, um, we had a bunch of empty storefronts on, on main street and Sumner and, um, myself and my friend Holly and Ashley kind of got together and we designed this, what could be tour. And, um, it was a really exciting event, uh, and we had a great turnout and support from the community. And so there were five available storefronts on Main Street that were available for sale, and there was this little one that was just a tad bigger than my coffee trailer, and it had running water and a bathroom, and I thought, oh, how much easier is that going to be? <laughs> so then I bought the building, and opened up in my storefront in May of last year. We were here almost, it'll be two years in May, Okay, I believe. Yeah, two years in May. So we're open one day a week on every Saturday morning from 8 a.m. till noon, and it's a walk-up only because there's not a lot of space here. But we were able to purchase some land kind of just adjoining the building and behind the building and we developed a really nice patio space and hopefully people will start to congregate and have a little more community events back there in the future. Yeah, I love it. So take us back to that trailer because what I loved about what you did there was you kind of tested the market to see like, would my town support a coffee shop? Right, yeah. 
It, it was a great, without um, having an investment in a property or a year-long lease or anything like that. And that trailer that I purchased came fully equipped um, with everything that I needed. It was kind of a turnkey. And even though I had like five minutes of like, hey, here's how you do it, there was still a steep learning curve with the health codes and all of that. But it was a great, let's just dip our toe and see, you know, if it doesn't work out, it, it's okay, you know, but at least we're going to give her the old college try. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't even open. You did it on Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. you weren't even open every Saturday because you had photography stuff going on some of those Saturdays. We had photography stuff, and sometimes I work at the bank on Saturday mornings. So it, and then it was all dependent upon the weather. So it would be like a Thursday, like, hey, the weather looks pretty good. So I just put a quick Facebook post out. We're going to be open. Here's where we're going to be. And people just kept, kept coming. Yeah, the community yeah. showed up. Yeah, they did. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So you mentioned the lot next door. That was an old building, right? It was an apartment building, a, a large, it took up most of that physical space. Um, and there was a fire in there. And after the fire, the insurance company made it um, a total loss. And our city ended up purchasing the building. And then myself and another person made an offer to to buy that entire space then. Yeah. So now it's a nice green space for it our community. Is. Yeah. And yeah, tell us how you use it because you've got a mural and you do live music. Yeah. Last year we did some live music back there and have some plans to do that again this year. Um, I have a big patio space out there a couple different three different seating areas for you too you know if you want to sit beside each other or across the table from each other like on a picnic bench um have some plans to add some shade there this next year i have a mural back there on the wall that our neighboring business allowed us to paint um and then it was kind of nice because once the um big apartment building was down it kind of exposed like holy, there's two huge buildings back there, and what a beautiful space to, to show a little more um, community involvement and spruce it up. And the um, two neighboring um, owners actually painted the side of their, their walls to help spruce up downtown, and we painted that mural, did a bunch of landscaping back there. So it's been, it's been a nice addition to the community. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. So you've also been really involved with helping revive Sumner, and you have a couple of friends, mm -hmm. which you call the library meeting, yeah. um, and you guys have done some really cool projects, and you've just put forth a lot of effort to help revive the town. Tell us about some of that. Yeah, I'd say it all started with that What Could Be tour. Yeah. And we were very intentional on how we invited people along. Um, we got the community involved because two of the buildings are double storefronts and there were a lot of stuff on the second floor and we knew if we wanted to take people through and actually give them a vision of what could be in those spaces that it was going to take a lot of work and a lot more work than the three of us could do. And the building owners were actually fantastic and um I think we're very appreciative. 
that they had some help and we had set aside three different days for cleanup and we had so many people show up we were done in like five hours yeah. with both of the buildings so that was kind of the jump start of it all and then and then we kind of had some a building sold and we had a new business come in and it kind of just started this trickle down effect and then we purchased the um farm to table dinner from rural revival and we got the opportunity to uh dip our toe with that and see if we could do some project and raise ten thousand dollars was our goal and we we thought that was kind of a lofty goal and we just said uh, we want to develop this green space because on Main Street we had another space that um, two buildings had been torn down years before that and it was just kind of grass and nothing happened in there. So we used those funds and we um, now there's a, a stage and some limestone rock and some landscaping and things like that and we've purchased some picnic tables with um, umbrellas for people to kind of use in the community. Um, so that was kind of the next step and some momentum kind of started happening and some more buildings were selling and some new businesses coming to town. And then we started the project of Main Street and Bloom where we raised funds to um, have a cohesive look down our main street with uh, flower pots and hanging flowers and all through sponsors we raised enough money to pay for all of those and then with volunteers we had volunteers that were um, taking turns watering the flowers which last year was kind of a dry year and hot and it, yeah. you know, it was almost an everyday event and then we decided to do another what could be tour last year to see if um, we could just keep the momentum going. And our goal was then to make a mural, pay for a mural. And so we kind of upped the ante on ourselves and, and got the mural done um, by Sumner Days, which is a, was a big celebration in our community this last year. It was, the mural was partially done, but it was uh, well on its way and had a lot of people talking about that. Um, and then helped raise some money for our brand new Sumner Daycare Center that started last year in August. And that was a much needed um, amenity in our, in our community. And so it just seems like all of a sudden the momentum is there. Different groups are getting involved with their own projects. Um, and kind of instead of just two or three people or one group doing everything, it seems like it's evolved to, you know, somebody decided that we needed a daycare and there was a whole group of people that were um, passionate about that. And now there's another group that's um, trying to raise some funds to do a new sports complex for our youth. And that's probably a three to five year project and millions of dollars. Um, so right now we had our library meeting this morning talking <laughs> about um, we're going to do a farm to table and give those proceeds to the Tri-County Sports Complex and their efforts. So we'll just keep on keeping on and seeing where this momentum takes us. Yeah, and now you've literally got people coming to you being like, hey, can we be the funds recipient for right. your next farm to yeah. table? Yeah, so that's a whole new new avenue for us, but it's exciting. Yeah, I love it. 
since I've known you, which I feel like, was that through Cultivate? Is that how we met? I can't it was through remember. Cultivate, yeah. and um, I was given your name through uh, Barnstormer Coffee, Lynn, yeah. Lynn Thomas, because I had a question on my building, and she's like, oh, you need to call Dana. And then awesome. I had we had done like the 10-day small dreamer. Yep. Ashley Holly and I had signed up for that. Yep. And we had to introduce ourselves and talk about, and we had mentioned that we had just done this What Could Be Tour, and that kind of sparked the Cultivate group and and I'd say our main conversations is awesome. came through that yeah so since that time I mean I have seen so I came for your first farm to table dinner and right. even since then like you guys have come a long way in reviving your downtown what do you think has been the key to getting so much momentum here is there any one thing that you did that was a, a big win for you I think just creating the excitement and the camaraderie and the community aspect of everything that we were doing and kind of the vision of why we're important and why we can, we can be a thriving community. Um, and just even starting with, I'll say, small wins, um, mm -hmm. like the flowers, they didn't cost that much money. Um, but the community pride in that was really evident after that. And when people saw the mural, and it's, the, it's kind of the postcard mural of, of the um, name of Sumner, and each of the letters has you know a, a landmark, per se. And that kind of seemed to spark a lot. Um, so I, I think it's just a lot of little things that create the momentum and have gotten people talking and got people believing that we are worth it and we have a future and we need to fight for that. Absolutely. You even recruited some businesses to Sumner based on what you knew your community needed. Yeah, I think that kind of happened organically because I personally didn't and I don't know who did, but before our farm to table, we had um, someone from the Iowa Economic Developments strongly encouraged us to get a survey out there to our community and it was very well received and um, the, the surveys were actually completed and we got a lot of good data from there and some of the things that it said that our community needed were like a coffee shop, a bakery, an um, ethnic restaurant um, and so far we've gotten every one of those um, plus we've gotten some more businesses from um, not just those three things, but it's kind of like we're ticking off what the community said we wanted and needed. And so that, that's been really exciting. Yes. So explain to our listeners, if they were to come visit Sumner, what would they find on your main street and around town? I would think you would find a, a welcoming, quaint little town that has a lot to offer. Um, we have our coffee shop. Um, we have two really nice destination um, shops with uh, Maker's Market and Grain and Thread, and they have both done a fantastic job of recruiting customers to our community by adding um, events that draw people from neighboring communities. Um, those two businesses also partner with another business um, that does not have a storefront. Um, 
called Twisted Sisters, and it's out in the country, and they market together, and they draw a lot of people into our community. Um, so those two businesses have been really, really strong for our community. Um, we've got another business called Wood and Rust for um, all of your wedding decoration needs. You can rent things from them. You know, we're, we're fortunate. We have a, a pharmacy in town. We have a grocery store in town. We have an aquatic center. We have very active um, youth sporting events. We have um, a long, long time business of paint and carpet. You know, we have farm stores, we have a farm implement. There's just a lot um, that we do have to offer and we have a lot of um, bike paths and parks and, and things to do while you're here and yeah. a beautiful library and a lot of amenities that not all small towns have. So we're pretty fortunate. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, historic Main Street. Yeah, Just, thank you. You got a lot of that small town, small town charm going yeah, on. Thank you. <laughs> How has the coffee shop helped further your efforts and dreams for Sumner? I think it's given people the encouragement that it doesn't have to be a full-time gig. It doesn't have to be every day. If you have another job and you're passionate about this, it can be once a day. And if that's all you have to give to the community, I think, I think that's great. Um, we also have a bakery coming in. So I think it's um, giving people that encouragement that whatever it looks like for you, you can try it. And you don't have to be the status quo of eight to five, Monday through Friday or anything like that. You can make it whatever you want, and I think our community will support it. Yeah, I think that's a real, a great quality about small towns is they don't mind the flexibility. Like, you make it work with your schedule, and they'll show up right. when yeah. they know you're open. Right. And yeah. that's something I think unique about our small towns that we can really appreciate. Yeah. If we're consistent when we're open, people will come. But once we start that being overly flexible and people don't know when then you know then it's probably going to be a little bit harder for them but you know if you set your schedule and stick to it they'll show up yeah yeah what are some of the key lessons that you feel like you've learned whether it's through opening this business or having side hustle or reviving the town that would help out our listeners I think you need to be number one you need to be committed and you need to be known in the community. Um, you need to be active. You need to be involved in volunteer. People might need to know why, why we're doing things like that. So communication is always key. Um, you know, getting on board and, and showing your passion through volunteering is probably, I'd say the, the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, and where I work at the bank, volunteerism has always been a major effort of all of their employees. So it's just a, a culture that I've grown up with, and I think it, it is very important. And people seeing you doing things when you're not getting paid for it, I think that's very impactful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. What excites you most about the future of rural America? Mm. I'm all about traditions and, and holding on to the past, yet being excited about the future and trying to merge those two things um, and 
you can hear the stories of, you know, what it used to be and we're excited about it, what it can be or what it could be. Um, and I think just honoring both of those is, is a great place to start. Um, but rural America for me, it's like where you're going to raise your kids and where you want your, your grandkids to go to school and, you know, how we rally around everybody. If there's one family or one person that needs help or, a business that needs help cleaning out the second floor, you know, there's all sorts of things you can do to get involved. And I think that's really the best thing about it is the, is the close knit aspect of friendships, strangers, you know, we're here, we're here to help everybody and yeah, all of that. Yeah. Well, what's next for you? As if you don't have enough. Oh gosh, up. I don't know. <laughs> I hope to um, kind of keep expanding on the coffee shop and what we can do in our community, um, ways that we can draw more people to our downtown, and just becoming a better citizen of our community and and being an advocate for Sumner. Yeah. Well, how do we follow along? with everything that you're involved with here in Sumner? Well, on Instagram and Facebook for Fueled by Faith, you can just search Fueled by Faith Coffee. And photography is marcyberkmanphotography.com. Or on Instagram and Facebook, it's Marcy Berkman Photography. Accelerating Sumner is a great place to see all of the events that are happening in our community and all the things that are planned. And you can find that on um, Facebook at Accelerating Sumner. And that is E-X-C-E-L-A-R-I-N-T, Accelerating Sumner. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will put links to all that in the show notes. And this is actually going to kick off a week-long town feature of Sumner. So be sure to be checking back on our socials and on our blog, uh, where we will be featuring a lot of businesses around town, and you can learn more about what's going on here. So Marcy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for the invite. And thank you for setting such a great example, you and everyone else who have worked so hard to bring revival to Sumner. This really is a great town to look at as a model. So well done. Thank you. Well, I love everything Marcy is involved with and all of the great things going on in Sumner. And can I just say, I think we all need a library meeting group of friends in our towns. Wouldn't you agree? I know each of these ladies and they are a power team. And good news, all week long, we will be featuring businesses in Sumner on our blog. So be sure to check out our socials and website each day for fresh inspiration. As we mentioned in the interview, the Farm Dinner and What Could Be Tour have been big wins for the group in Sumner in gaining momentum for their town. Rural Revival offers kits for both of these events to help you with every part of your planning, including guides, templates, and tips to set you up for success and get a big win in your community. Go to our website, ruralrevival.co, for more information and to get signed up. Huge thanks to Marcy for being on the podcast. Be sure to hit up the show notes and go give her a follow. And thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody. Oh,